Summer is coming to a close. Hopefully you've listened to my episode on having a smooth transition into the next school year so you're prepared for what to do next. But there is still a short amount of summer left. Let's enjoy it with our kids. I have five steps for you to be able to enjoy the end of summer on a budget and leaving the stress of the school year transition behind and just enjoying the end of the summer. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Okay, mama, I hope you got your submissions in to be able to win a free 30-minute coaching session. I'm drawing the names this coming Monday, so you still have a couple days left to get it submitted. Don't panic. (laughs) You don't have to struggle and try to figure it out all on your own anymore. Are you struggling with your daily tasks, your organization, your home, managing your kids, or working well alongside your husband? Maybe you're struggling balancing your busy mom life and your business. We can work through it together. Do you need some help with that nonprofit or business and getting it up off the ground? If you have this burning desire to do something more with your life, but you don't know what it is or how you would even make time to do it when you have it figured out, I am here to help you. I'm only giving away two 30-minute sessions, and then it goes back to full price. So head on over, leave your review, take a screenshot, and then send it to me at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com, and you'll be entered to win. This is the one chance to get it in for free, so don't miss it. I announce the winners next Monday, so this is your last chance. As the summer closes and you go through your preparations that we discussed in episode 81 for the back to school transition, the kids may be having a difficult time. Maybe they're getting bored a little more easily, or maybe they want to do some last hurrahs before the summer ends, or maybe they've just spending a bit too much of their summer on electronics so that mama can get her stuff done. I'm sure that sounds familiar to many of you. Perhaps you've spent too much money on fun summer stuff and you realize it's time to crack down on the budget, but that means no fun last hurrahs before the end of summer. Then today is going to be for you, mama. We're going to dive right in, starting with step one, plan the budget. Before you do step number two, you need to finish this step. Sit down, look over your budget, find out how much money you actually have to be able to spend on these summer fun activities. You're going to write out how much total you have for the remainder of the summer. So what is the total amount that you can spend for the remainder of the summer on fun activities? Now divide that number with the amount of days that you have left in summer. So say you have $100 that you can spend for the rest of summer, but you have 10 days left. Just divide 100 and 10. And then the answer to that, you're going to divide that by the number of kids that you have. Now you know how much money each kid 
will get for each activity per day of the remainder of the summer. If you have zero that you can spend, then that's totally fine. You're just going to need to be a bit more creative when it comes to the next steps. Most of our summer fun activities we do are totally free things, so it is possible to do on a zero budget. We actually spend a whole lot less during summer than we do other times of the year. We just do less. Summer weather is nice. We just find fun, free things outside to do. Okay, so you have your budget set. Now you can go into step number two. Have a sit down. No, not a serious discussion kind of sit down, but plan some time with your kids to sit down with them and ask what they want to do before summer ends. Have your budget and some strips of paper in front of you, like a nice pile of strips of paper when you sit down with them. Don't worry, in step three, I'll tell you what to do with those strips of paper. You're going to start the conversation with your kids explaining that you want them to enjoy the last bit of summer. You want to be able to spend quality time with them and enjoy time with them as well. They may not admit it, but they will be excited to spend that time with you and it will be good for both you and the kids and your entire family. Next, you want to explain the goal of the meeting with them so they don't think they're in trouble. I mean, how often does mama call a meeting when there isn't something someone did or said that they're getting in trouble for, right? So what's the goal? The goal is to find things that you all can do together within the budget and enjoy the rest of your summer. You want to get the kids input so it's actually things that they want to do and not just things that you think would be a good idea. Now you can plan some stuff too. It's always good to get new experiences and opportunities for the kids and maybe they won't enjoy it, but maybe they will and they would have no idea if you hadn't planned it. So it's okay for you to plan stuff too, but you do want their input. This also gives you the opportunity to learn some new interests of theirs that you may not have heard about from them yet. So after you explain the goal, you want to let them know about the budget. Let them know what they're working with. They may be old enough to understand how much things cost and they may not, but either way, this is a great opportunity to teach them about budgeting and planning for things that they want to do. It makes them think through the cost of what something might be and if they have enough money to do it or do they need to save to be able to do it. Like, if they want to do something that is a little bit more expensive than what is budgeted per day, they may need to think of free things to do so they can save some of that money and do that one thing that is a little more expensive later on. Let's say they have a $5 budget per day, but they want to do something that costs $20. Then they need to think of four days worth of free things that they can accumulate enough money to do that $20 thing. This also teaches them to work together. If you have three kids, the three kids will be doing the same thing together each day. So some days they may not love the activity because their brother chose the one and they didn't want to do it. So they learn sportsmanship and they learn working together through all of this as well. Step three, fill out the papers. Those little strips of papers that I had you get, this is when you use those. So you have explained what's going to happen to them. Now in step three, you're going to have each child fill out the strips of paper with what they've chosen to do that's within the budget. As they fill them out, you're going to separate them into piles. One pile will be things that are easy to do without planning. You don't have to prep anything. You can just stop what you're doing and do the activity. You don't have to prepare a bunch of things to leave the house for hours. You don't have to have a huge block in your schedule to be able to do this. For example, if going to the lake is on there, you're going to need to plan and prepare for that. You will need to plan in your schedule the day that you're going to go. 
You'll need to pack lunch, snacks, towels, bathing suits, any toys, fun water gear, all the things. Maybe they chose something that you need to purchase a few things for, like a fun science experiment or something, or a craft that doesn't use things that you just have sitting around the house. That can't be done on a whim. You have to have the equipment for this. Things are not just spontaneous activities. That's what goes in this pile. All these activities that you need to prepare for, they need to be separated into two piles. One is activities that need a little prep, but they won't take a huge chunk of time. So you can easily do almost any day. You just take a little chunk out of one of the blocks in your day and you can get it done. The other pile is for things that will take up a lot of time and you need to prepare for it, like a lake day or a beach day, something like that. Then you have your third pile. The last pile is for everything else. These are things that you don't need much prep for and can be done on a whim, like baking cookies, going to the park for a couple hours, playing catch outside, doing arts and crafts. As long as it isn't things that you need to go purchase, of course, the arts and crafts, you would have to have these things just laying around the house. Having a dance party, reading a good book together, going for a walk as a family, walking the dogs to the dog park, all of these are free things that can be done on a spontaneous moment if you're working your block schedule correctly. Okay, step four, we're almost done. This is super easy. Put the piles in jars. You have your piles of papers, but you're gonna be putting them in jars. Why do you put them in jars? You're gonna have a jar for the simple, on a whim things, jar for the full day events, and a jar for the some prep involved, but it doesn't take too much time type of things. So now they are all sorted, organized, put in their jars, easy access. Step five, plan your days. I talk a lot about planning your schedule out, planning your your week a week in advance, setting that time aside to plan out the week. This is when you're going to plan your days. When you're planning your blocked schedule for the week, you're going to choose a day that you can do one of those big events like the lake day that takes up all the time and prepping. Have a day set aside for those types of things. And then have a couple days that you're going to do one of the other things that doesn't take up a whole day, but it does take some of that prep. On your grocery shopping day, you're going to add in the prep for those activities so you're prepped and ready when the day comes to do the activity. Then on the other days, decide which block you're going to be doing the event in. But because you don't need any prep for the other things that they choose, Let the kids pull out the event from the jar themselves. It's exciting. It is a surprise. And they may not know what their siblings chose and put in there. So every time it's going to be a surprise for somebody. Everyone's going to be surprised what's on the paper. It makes it so much more fun to do. This also takes arguments out of who got to choose the event last time. It's spontaneous and no one gets to be the person to choose. It's random. You can just alternate who draws the paper out of the jar. And then you have fun. That's it. Super easy. You can do this totally free. You can do it on a small budget. You can do it on a big budget. You can do it with a lot of time left. You can do it with a little time left. But this is going to get the family together. It's going to get the kids and you to take a break from those electronics that's been playing all summer long. It's going to get you to connect on a deeper level and maybe try some new experiences, especially if you're trying to do this on a free budget. You're going to have to be a little more creative with some of these things. 
So you might be trying out some new things and find some things that you love or your kids love that you guys had no idea. This can be so much fun if you really put the effort behind it, but even the effort is very minimal. You could be totally exhausted and still do this, and it's not going to take much out of you. These five steps are so simple. It brings the family together. It can be done on whatever budget you have and whatever time constraints you have. All right. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Mama, don't forget, submit yourself to get a free 30-minute coaching session and we can get you started for the next school year or just spend some time focusing on what you need. Okay, Mama. See you next week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast.gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.